And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only Dan Bach. Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome, Dan Bach with the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Picks Podcast. We are presented to you by our friends over at Fantasy Draft. Hopefully you have taken the time to check Fantasy Draft out this NBA and NFL season. Again, doing things a little bit different than the rest of the industry, and I like the direction that they are headed. Uh, Players first, their mentality, and uh, you know what? I think you're seeing a lot of that in their product and a lot of great things uh, coming down the pipe as well for them. Um, not too far down the road. So check them out if you haven't done so. Make sure you go through our links here on Roto Grinders and help support a company that's helping us provide you some free content like this podcast, the Happy Hour Show, and a lot of other things. So uh, we'll see if we can put together uh, another uh, kind of free roll or something for you this week on the podcast because I always love doing that with you. So it gives you a chance to at least check out their product for free, and I think you'll like some of the differences from what they're doing to uh, a few of the other sites. So thanks again to Fantasy Draft for their support. Uh, Today on the podcast, we're going to look a little bit back at uh, last night uh, in Daily Fantasy or yesterday in Daily Fantasy, and uh, I got to, you know, just vent a little bit. You know, it's my podcast. My voice is finally back. It only took about a week of, uh, you know, rehab from the grinders party, but I feel like I've got uh, the radio chops back at it, so I'm going to kind of go into it just a little bit today. Um, Also, NBA for tonight. A lot of uncertainty as of about 10 o'clock here today in terms of who is in, who is out, so, you know, that makes things a little bit more difficult for us as DFS players to, uh, you know, exactly break down this slate crystal clear, but I'm going to kind of uh, lay out the way that I think it will go or potentially could go, and obviously the guys that I'm looking to target, certainly based on the news that we have as of today. But make sure you're uh, getting the Roto-Grinders app, you get the push alerts right to your phone when the NBA news breaks. Uh, you know, come NBA or come after the first of the year, we'll be back on Sirius XM up until seven o'clock. We've got crunch time with Meansy. We've got our crunch time blog as well, which is tremendous uh, for you premium subscribers. So we got a lot of avenues to kind of give you that information. But this is kind of like the basis of your DFS day. That's what I like to look at this show as. So uh, let's get into it. I want to I want to start out talking about last night and. Um, 
I say night because I guess it gets dark here at 5 o'clock, but it was more like yesterday afternoon. And that was uh, what happened over in the DraftKings Millionaire Maker as uh, Manny Laura uh, does a good job over there at FanVice, a guy who's uh, I met at the Players Conference uh, out in New York, you know, a guy who's certainly a personality in the DFS space, a guy who I got some respect for, uh, enjoyed the conversation, seems like a good dude, and yesterday ended up losing a uh, million dollars. Well, let me change that. Lost out on a chance of winning the Millionaire Maker on the very last play of the very last game uh, of the slate. And that, of course, was the Arizona and Jacksonville game. And, of course, Jacksonville, on the final return of the kickoff, was doing the old fumble ruski because they were down seven points or whatever it was, three points. And uh, it was the final possession. So they toss it around. They end up fumbling. Of course, Arizona gets the recovery. And lo and behold, uh, the gentleman who I believe was in third place at the time, Mr. Ending, uh, will get the uh, fumble recovery points. That jumps him up to first place. And uh, Manny finishes in second for a very nice $150,000 payday. But you're talking about an $850,000 swing uh, on, you know, basically kind of a garbage time play. And it's really a horrific you know, beat to to deal with as a daily fantasy player. And, you know, I think you can go into the conversation of like, should we feel bad for a guy who won $150,000? And here's the thing, like, I believe it's to each their own how they want to look at different situations, whether it's in fantasy or in life, and really not criticize people's feelings on things. If you don't like somebody's opinion and they're a, a, a public figure, that's fine. If you don't like my opinion on something that I state, that's fine. Especially if I say, you know, you should feel a certain way. But I tweeted out yesterday that, you know, um, I felt bad that, you know, he lost uh, the winning lineup on, you know, that play. And I felt like he deserved better. And, you know, basically some of the responses I got on social media were were sickening to be honest with you and it really opens my eyes up when these things happen to like how freaking selfish people are and if I want to sympathize or even empathize with a guy who lost $850,000 on one single play let me do it I don't need your opinion I don't need you to come out and tell me uh, you know, I'm an idiot for feeling such a certain way. I've been in those shoes before. I've seen literally $350,000 fall through my grasp on something that was 99% likely to happen and then didn't happen. And it's an absolutely brutal feeling that he had to go through when you sit there and say, wow, I could have won a million dollars. And if you don't think there's a difference between a million dollars and $150,000, then you don't know finances very well, my friend. It is a huge difference. And certainly, at the end of the day, give it time, give it a week, give it a month. He's going to look back. He's going to be excited that he won $150,000. But in that moment, he's going to sit there and say to himself, 
gosh, you just, it's, it, it, it's a gut-wrenching feeling. You don't even care about the money that you won. You look at the money that you lost on something that was so very fluky. Now, here's the deal. Like, things like that happen all the time. Probably happened like 10 or 15 times throughout the slate where there was some sort of fluky call or, or close call um, throughout a game. It just is magnified when it's the last play of the entire game. And you literally see yourself with, you know, a seven-figure payday and it goes away on a fluky fumble like, like that. So, uh, you know, those are the things that happen when we play this game. There are fluky things that happen all the time. Um, our buddy Boggs Light has lost a seat uh, to a live final. I don't know, 50000 60000 maybe it was valued at. When Drew Brees took a knee and he got like a negative point, what, point one on FanDuel rushing yards and he lost a seat on that. Uh, I've gotten a seat on a scoring change. So yeah, like these things happen, like horrible things happen. But the sad thing is all the people who found it necessary to be like, you know, belittling me for feeling sorry for a guy in a moment where he felt really, really, really bad. Whether he should or he shouldn't, you know what? Yeah, $150,000 is way more money than 99% of the people who ever play Daily Fantasy are probably going to win on a given day. I realize, like I said, he'll look back at it and be, you know what, extremely thankful and grateful. If I want to empathize for a guy and say, hey, I've been in your shoes. I know it sucks. I'm sorry for you, man. I wish it didn't happen. You're a good guy. Seems like it, you know, you deserved a little bit better. And I get these haters, and it, it, it just like, it's like these are the things that I, I see in this world we live in today. And I've talked about this on this podcast previously about how everybody's got a platform. I'm not saying everybody doesn't deserve a platform. If you want one, you can get one. But it's like if you don't, if you don't feel the way that I do about certain things, you're an idiot. You're, uh, you're laughable. And I, I find that really, really disturbing in this world today. And I think social media is so freaking dangerous at this point in time. I mean, it's obviously something that you have to do, especially I have to do. It's part of my, uh, my job description. It's important for me to to have a platform and, 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 and talk about things and news and stuff that, that happens on a whim. And the wonderful thing is, if you don't like what I say, if you disagree with what I say, then just either unfollow me, mute me, or just say, okay, I don't agree with it. Uh, but the problem that I run into, we saw it even with this Tennessee coaching search. You basically had a group of fans paint a guy who had nothing to do with child abuse out there in Penn State and saying that he was part of the cover-up when there's been zero evidence to any such thing with Greg Schiano. I mean, he has been vetted multiple times over for jobs and this never had come out. And suddenly fans who don't like it as a hire go and, and, and disparage him, not just in, in public forums, but like on what? Uh, on like the giant rock in UT, people like wrote horrible things about Greg Schiano. And now 
And now you've got this president who changes his mind based on the outcry of social media. It's an amazing world we live in. Like, I can't believe we're in a day where, where what we used to call message borders, because back when I was doing talk radio in Alabama pre-Twitter, uh, it was the message boards. Like, those are where everybody would go and see the reaction to different things. And now it's obviously, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And it, it was just, just mind-boggling to see even players like Albert Hainsworth, who's like, oh, we need to have higher standards than Greg Shianu as our head coach. I'm never going to be cheering or giving money to my alma mater ever again unless we get a different coach. It's like, man, dude, I'll tell you this much. Anything in life, you better just go full bore and do it right away with no leaks. Otherwise, things like this are going to happen. And for fans to be dictating things, it's, it's purely comical. And it's really sad when you see them start making up things about certain players. Is Greg Schiano a great coach? Probably not. Kid Tennessee probably do better as a coach? I think so. But that doesn't mean that you start labeling, labeling things that he's not. And that's the dangers that we have right now with this platform where people can say things. And, you know, we make fun of fake news, but it's freaking out there. It's true. And, you know, we've got a lot of people who are responsible for kind of this attitude that we have. This, you know, you got to be like my, like, like, if you're not thinking like I am, then, uh, then you're wrong. And I'm not even going to almost respect your opinion. And, you know, obviously our president with the way that he acts towards people who don't agree with him is, is a big part of the problem. And I think it's perpetuated this sort of mentality, even this this sort of bully mentality that we see. And it's scary. And it goes even one further. And I think it, you don't even just put it on the president. You put it on, you know, politicians from top to bottom. How come nothing can get done in our political world? It's because, oh, you don't agree with me, then uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm There's no way I'm even going to listen to what you have to say. There's no way I'm going to negotiate something um, that satisfies both of us it's my way or the highway and that's why nothing seemingly gets done it's just a sad state of affairs that we live in that people are just so freaking single-minded on things and you know i saw it yesterday on my twitter feed and i saw it with this whole thing with tennessee and it's it's even worse when you just start making things up just making things up and, and that's and that's where, like, you look at yourself and you're like, whoa, what's the world coming to? What's this world going to be? And that's where, like, I just really hope at some point in time we can find leadership, not just here in the U.S., but in everything that is more, you know, le- you know level-headed. It's, it's not, everything in the world is not black and white. There is gray. I want to find somebody who is in the gray, who can look at things at both sides and say, you know, it, it's not my way or the highway. And and that, unfortunately, is not where we're at today. And, and also, unfortunately, it feels like it's getting more black and more white and less gray, which is awfully, awfully unfortunate. But, all right, there's a beef. There's a, there's a rant for you on a Monday. I don't know if you liked it. Even if you don't agree with it, that's my belief on things and in, in the direction that 
feel we're, we're kind of headed right now. But uh, all right, well, let's get into DFS today because I know some of you are there saying, Dan, I don't need a lecture on social media. Well, okay, okay. 15 minutes in, here's DFS basketball for today. And I'm fine. I know that's what a lot of you are here for on the podcast. And, I'm, and I want to deliver here for you. So uh, let's get into it. We break it down position by position on the podcast. And uh, we're going to start here at the uh, at the point guard spot and uh, obviously a lot of stuff can happen seems like the Golden State Warriors is the is the big spot to see where the injuries are potentially going to fall looks like Andre Iguodala is definitely going to be out in that game and uh, could also have no Steph Curry or no Kevin Durant or no Draymond Green so keep your eye on that matchup against uh, Sacramento for sure uh, in terms of the point guards that I'm really looking at today, uh, I, I think there's some news here that's going to dictate some of this. You know, Darren Collison here gets a date versus the Orlando Magic. Darren Collison's a guy who's been playing uh, pretty well, and we've got Victor Oladipo did not play just the other day, and Collison comes in here facing the number 28th DVP defense in the league, and he's 6,400 over on DraftKings or on FanDuel today. Uh, he's 61 on DraftKings and 12K over on Fantasy Draft. And you know, uh, I like you know, pretty steady performer here. He's been over 30 in one, two, three, four, five of his last six games. And I think we're going to see the usage go up here if Oladipo doesn't play. If Oladipo does play, I still think he is in play today as as an option, uh, but I don't like him quite as much. You know, they played Orlando just three games ago, and he finished with 32 fantasy points. You're probably like, yeah, that's pretty good. You know, kind of take that for 6,400. But he also shot two for 11 from the field that day. Like, that's about as bad of a shooting game as he's going to have. Only made two free throws. So I feel like he could have had, like, 40 fantasy points that day if he shot the ball remotely well. Maybe got to the free throw line a little bit more than he normally does. But uh, I really think that he is in play for us today. And we'll get a big bump up my up my board here if Oladipo can't go. Uh, Kyrie Irving against Detroit. You know, this isn't the my favorite pace game on the slate. The total's under 200. We've got, you know, uh, games with Brooklyn in them, Golden State, um, Houston. I mean, there's, there's a ton of kind of Cleveland. You know, there's a ton of interesting spots for us to look to. But the thing I love about Kyrie is that he's just rock solid right now in terms of his role on this team and what he's supposed to do, and that's score the basketball. Uh, 25-30, 23-47-30, that's the last five games for him scoring-wise. And against Reggie Jackson defense, I'm not worried one bit about this. We saw Westbrook light him up, and the shots are really starting to fall. You know, he shot the ball poorly to start the year. But 11 for 29 for 15, 11 for 22, 16 for 22, 10 of 12. Uh, he's shooting the ball well, and he's still getting enough in the other categories. That makes him an incredibly safe play today. 8,400 on FanDuel, 82 on DraftKings, 15.9 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, I like me some Kyrie Irving today. Um, Value-wise, I'm not sure there's a spot I want to go to. I mean, you've got De'Aaron Fox. You've got... Um, the other guy from the uh, George Hill, but neither of those guys instill a lot of confidence in me. I mean, they're on the road in Golden State's probably going to be a blowout. I'd probably take a shot on Fox on FanDuel at least over um, 
over George Hill if I was going to go that way. I mean, I'm fine with it in terms of GPP pools. I just don't see me making it a cash game play today. Uh, a few other names for us to uh, to look at here today. Tony Parker does return, but I don't think we can play him today. Uh, Jared Jack, kind of interesting here against Portland. He's actually been putting up some pretty good numbers and been over 30 minutes in three consecutive games. 29-33, the fantasy output over the last two games. And, you know, eight, uh, eight assists, 10 points. 14 assists, 10 points. You know, that that's probably a little bit on the higher end of things for him, but... The price tag is fair, 3800 on FanDuel. I think on DraftKings is a little bit better spot at just 39 at a home game against Portland. And then 76 on Fantasy Draft is completely putting him in play there today. Another guy that I, I really think I'm going to use today, and you know, I don't really particularly love him as a player, but I do think he's a little bit better than he's kind of shown so far this year, and that's Lonzo Ball. And uh, he's been now over 30 fantasy points in four consecutive games. And the dude has actually made some shots. You believe it? He made, counted five three-pointers over the last two games against Sacramento and Chicago. Oh, my goodness. So uh, if he can actually score the basketball, he's going to be a great fantasy option for us. Because I think, you know, he's been super consistent on rebounding assists. The minutes are there, 37 or more in four of the last five games. Like they're going to give him, I feel, every opportunity to be, you know, to kind of break out of any sort of funk that he's in. And maybe there's some, mem- some momentum, you know, four of eight shooting yet last game. Dude doesn't even get to the free throw line at all, which is somewhat concerning. He's sh- he has not made a free throw in one, two, three, four, five, six games. And he's only attempted four in six games, which. Not something we love for fantasy, but uh, I think at 7,200 on FanDuel, uh, I think he's in play for us today because he does enough in those other categories. And can he score you 10 points? I mean, look at this week. Ask yourself, can he score you 10 points versus the Clippers with no Patrick Beverly? I think the answer to that is yes. And in the games that he scored 10 points, he's had 37, he's had 55, he's had 70, and he's had 34 uh, fantasy points. Those are the last four games he scored double-digit points. I don't think that's an impossibility here, and we're actually buying really low on him. He was at like 13-5 on fantasy draft, and now he's 12-4. Uh, he was 74, 7,300 on DraftKings. He's down to 71, and it was 77 over on FanDuel. Now he's down to 72, so I think I'm buying some Lonzo Ball today as uh, as a pretty good option for us. Now, again, if we get no Curry, you know, a guy like uh, Sean Livingston is going to jump up uh, a good bit, but it's really too early in the day to kind of know whether or not that's going to happen. Uh, Dame Lillard's fine, but I don't really like. I mean, I think you got to choose between. Um, I think you have to choose between LeBron or Harden today, and if you don't want to play either of those two guys, and you could actually make a case for potentially not playing either of those guys tonight. Um, then, actually, I don't think you can make a case for not playing LeBron tonight. We'll get to that in a little bit later. But uh, if you say I'm going to avoid one of them, you could probably try and get in a Damian Lillard. You want to play both? Forget it. It's impossible. And same goes for Chris Paul. And I, I love the matchup for Paul here against Brooklyn. Um, you know, he's you know playing well. He's going to be around 25 to 30 minutes. But, uh, I mean, he gave you 32 fantasy points last game, and he shot two for 12 from the field. So that's what you love about Chris Paul. Problem is, they're like 16, 17-point favorites here at home against Brooklyn, who's banged up. They're going to blow them out. 
And uh, I just don't think we're going to see Chris Paul in the court in that fourth quarter. I think it'll be over. So that's my worry with playing him. I don't think we can play him in cash games. All right, let's get to uh, shooting guard. And, um, you know, Lou Williams today. Again, Patrick Beverly is out. Williams has kind of stepped in, and he's playing the monster minutes. He's taking a ton of shots, and he's being productive. Um, so 42-30 and 30 against Sacramento and Atlanta in each of the last two. Now gets a really tempo-up game. I mean, Sacramento and Atlanta do not play fast by any measure. Now he gets the Lakers who do, and, uh, you know, the prices come up. He's 7300 on FanDuel. Uh, 10-6 on Fantasy Draft probably makes him a lock and load over there. Uh, DraftKings 6,500. Uh, I think he's in play there. I mean, Fandle's a little bit pricey, but I think he's actually priced right there. So I don't know if there's a ton of value there. If you wanted to, if you wanted to go um, Harden and LeBron, I think you'll have a tough time spending 7-3 on Lou Williams. So I think you're going to be kind of fading that situation. Uh, some other plays for us here, though. We've got. A number of middle-tier guys. Obviously, James Harden. Let's talk about him against Brooklyn. He should get you, you know, 55 fantasy points tonight. I don't really see him getting to the 60 range based on the blowout that we have here. Um, this could be a good spot to to get some rest here for James Harden. And uh, I just think they're going to absolutely blow him out. So that's my risk. You know, there's risk with him. But he's a sure thing. I mean, the rest of the position, there's nobody that's going to come close to, uh, to what he's going to do out on the floor today. Can we find enough value to make it work is the question. Uh, I really like C.J. McCollum today at 6,800 against the New York Knicks. Guys, I guess, I, you know, every player I look at, I kind of have a price in my head on where they should be. Um, and McCollum feels like a $7,500 player, and we're getting him at 6,800. And he's only, you know, shot the ball 39 times the last two games, 33 and 41 fantasy points against Washington and Brooklyn. Um, yes, that's a, what, five-game road trip for them. Understand that. This is the third game in four nights. That's not ideal for a jump shooter. Don't get me wrong. But um, he's a guy that I- I'm willing to, to, to put out there. I mean, 6,900 on DraftKings, 68 on FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel is going to be a tough fade for me on him. So really like him today. Again, the injuries could make Clay Thompson a lock and load today if uh, a bunch of guys from uh, from Golden State decide to sit. He's sitting at 7K on both FanDuel and DraftKings, so take note of that. Uh, and then the middle tier guys. You know, we've got J.J. Redick against Cleveland, who's just been atrocious defensively. This should be a really fun game to watch. And I'm usually not like a J.J. Redick guy. But man, this—he has really found a, a role here on this, you know, Philadelphia team, and he fits them perfectly. Like, you know, for a guy where you got Embiid, you've got Ben Simmons, you need some shooters, and that's what this guy can do. And you know, had a monster game against Orlando uh, last time out, but you know, he's been. 35, 30, 26, 29. That's four of his last five games. Kind of put up a dud there against Portland. But 5,500 on FanDuel, 5,100 on DraftKings, and 10K on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Interesting against a team that doesn't play defense. I think Levert could be somewhat interesting as well today. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, I know he's more of a big man, but um, he is going to be out. And we saw Levert play 29 minutes yesterday against Memphis. So again, this is a... Third and four nights, back end of a back-to-back. Just an ugly spot for Brooklyn from top to bottom. But I think Levert's a guy who is going to play. So, um, you know, 45 on FanDuel, 43 DraftKings, 81 on Fantasy Draft. 
Uh, let's see if there's anybody else I'm looking at. You know, Hardaway Jr. against Portland. He's all right. A little bit priced up. Um, you know, had a, a real good game a couple nights ago against, what was that, Toronto. Took 27 shots that day. And he's got huge upside, but I feel like the price is kind of cut up with him a little bit on FanDuel and on DraftKings. 67 on DraftKings, 39 on Fantasy Draft. Um, I'm okay with him, um, but he's not like my top price per dollar play by any uh, measure today. Uh, Austin Rivers, I think he's somewhat intriguing here versus the Lakers. Again, he's another guy who, if he gets Lonzo Ball defense, like even Austin Rivers should be able to score. And he shot in the ball 26 times. I think it's shot the ball, not shot in. Uh, shot the ball 26 times the last two games. And uh, 24 and 36, his fantasy point output. 4900 on DraftKings, really nice salary there. 89 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, FanDuel has him right at 5,500, but certainly a guy that I think we can uh, we can look at a little bit today. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. Let's go over to this small forward spot, and we got LeBron James, who seemingly has to do everything for this team. And uh, a road game against Philadelphia, they've won eight straight. So, uh, so much for Cleveland. I loved all those people. Cleveland's not even gonna make the playoffs. Like, get get the hell out of here. Like, not gonna make the playoffs. LeBron James, greatest player in the world, arguably the greatest player that's ever played the game of basketball, and they're going to make the playoffs. They've won eight in a row, uh, but they still don't play any defense. And uh, sadly, you know, they need to work in rest days for LeBron because we've seen this happen previously is dude just expends so much energy during the regular season come playoff time, dude's tank is out, and they're going to need him to be playing like 40 minutes a game. Um and he just it's hard for any human to do that, even if you're a freak like him. And especially with Derrick Rose now out, like just trying to evaluate whether he should play basketball anymore. Talk about a head case. Um, I mean, Jose Calderon is their starting point guard. He's terrible. It's awful. Uh, they don't have a big. Like, he literally has to do everything for this team right now. So as long as he's playing, he's probably going to be a top option for us each and every night, and against Philly, this should, I don't know if this game is on television, but it should be, because Philly's been really, really fun to watch this year, uh, this could be a really high-scoring game, and it's hard to get away from him uh, anywhere in DFS tonight, especially when you look at that rest of that position, if Durant would sit, you've got nobody else who is like a top-end kind of superstar guy who could come really remotely close to feel like even 40 fantasy points, so uh, I like him today, but we're gonna have to find some value here, uh, Bojan Bogdanovic against Orlando. He's actually been playing uh, pretty well lately. And again, another guy who's probably going to get an uptick of shots with um, Oladipo out. You know, he's been he's been consistent though. He's been like twelve or more in five consecutive games. That's where he's going to make his hay is shooting the basketball. It's not going to be rebounding. It's definitely not going to be assists. He's forty six hundred on Fanduel, forty eight on DraftKings. Probably not paying that 9300 on Fantasy Draft, but uh, price per dollar he fits. Uh, we'll see about Alan Crabb, too. If he would sit, because I think he missed um, last game. I might be wrong on that. But, uh, yeah, no, I think he missed the last game on the 25th. If he would be out, again, that's like a Karis LeVert spot. So keep your eye on Alan Crabb and whether or not he is in the lineup. But Damari Carroll should play all the minutes he can handle again. Um, 
the problem is there's just never upside with him. Like last game where he got 39 fantasy points, that is the absolute peak for him. Um, and we've got uh, third game in four nights here for Damari Carroll, who's kind of, I don't know if he's old, but he feels old. Does anybody else feel that way? Like, like I don't know what it is about him. Like he's probably like 28. I'm just throwing that out there. Dude feels like he's like 34. So I, I don't know. Sorry, Damari. Like, People think I'm a lot older than I am too, but uh, I don't third and four nights for this guy. That seems like a pretty iffy spot for me to want to have to go to Covington versus Cleveland uh, at 6,700. That's a big number for us to pay for him on FanDuel. DraftKings is a little bit cheaper. Fantasy draft 12.5. Um, you, you like it because he's well-rounded guy, but I think we've seen some of his usage kind of go to, you got Simmons, you've got Sarich, you've got Redick. So, you know, he excels when guys are out, and I don't know if we're going to see anybody out in this game against Cleveland. Uh, let's see. Just got to find some other options here. Courtney Lee had a big game the other day, but I'm not paying 5300 for Courtney Lee. I'll pass. I'd rather play 6300 for Brandon Ingram, who, uh, if you've come to listen to this show, I've kind of come around on him. I kind of made fun of him on the show last year about how I don't think he could, like, bench press, like, 120 pounds. And I just didn't think, like, he had the physical makeup to be a great NBA player. Now, either did Durant when he first came into the league. But dude is, you know, playing hard, and I think he's figuring out his game. He's been over 30 fantasy points in four of his last five games. Uh, and some of those, like, mid-30s, 38, 34, 47 mixed in there. Uh, I'm fine with him, you know, even last game, only took seven shots, but managed to get you to 30 fantasy points, and, uh, you know, he's long, he can get you those two blocks, six fantasy points over on FanDuel, 61 on DraftKings, 11-9 on Fantasy Draft, I'm fine with him. Uh, Joe Harris, if he would get thrust into the starting, uh, into the uh, starters role, you got to consider him at 4,100 on FanDuel, he played 37 minutes against Memphis yesterday. And gave you 23 on FanDuel, 25 over on DraftKings. He's 3,600 on DraftKings. So, uh, again, we're going to have to wait on news for that. But Joe Harris, certainly a guy in a tempo-up game that we're going to have to look at. Jalen Brown should return here against Detroit. And, you know, I don't say this jokingly, but, you know, he did leave because I think he attended the funeral of a friend. So, you can, you know, throw that narrative out there, first game back. Either way, the dude's pretty consistent player uh over 30 fantasy points now in one two three four five six of his last seven the one game he didn't make it was that road game versus Miami which I hope you listen to the show I don't give betting picks often but I do when I feel confident about it I told you Miami was gonna beat uh Boston that day and that's exactly what happened but he's uh price dropped though he was 6100 previous or 6700 uh, previously on FanDuel so you got a 600 drop off his previous price on FanDuel in particular, DraftKings, it's about the same. Uh, and Fantasy Draft, it's actually at a little bit one of the higher spots we've seen. So I think FanDuel in particular, you can look at him a little bit. I don't love that game from top to bottom, so I'll probably reserve it for GPPs only. Uh, that's what I got for you. Let's keep it moving to power forward position. And uh, be wary here of the Lakers. You know, you have Kuzma, you've got... Um, Randall, um, you have uh, obviously Brooke Lopez, and now Larry Nance is set to return today. I don't know how that breakdown's going to go. I don't know how many minutes he's going to play, but it's probably going to be enough to scare me off this team kind of in general. 
Um, but we do have a pretty big price discrepancy on FanDuel to DraftKings for Kuzma in particular. 6800 on DraftKings, 12-2 on Fantasy Draft, but only 5500 on FanDuel. So I still think he's going to be in for 30 minutes, but it might not be 35, 39, 38 like we've seen. But the price is cheap enough on FanDuel where I think we're giving him some pretty heavy consideration. Uh, you got Thaddeus Young as well, 6,200. Uh, another guy who I think can take a few more shots if Oladipo doesn't play. So uh, keep your eye out on that one. Uh, let's try to look back at my lineup. Okay, I do think there's value at this position here. And two guys that I think we got to look at. One, Rondé Hollis Jefferson's going to sit today. I'm 95% sure of this one. And uh, I think that Trevor Booker is probably going to draw the start today at 4,800. And he's a guy who played really well uh, last game, gave you 40 fantasy points. He'll probably be chalk, which is makes you nervous ever to play some Trevor Booker chalk. But 48 on FanDuel, 46 on DraftKings, 9K on Fantasy Draft. Uh, if he gets 30 minutes, he should be in a pretty good spot here. Uh, so consider him here a little bit in this matchup, especially if he draws the start. And uh, another value guy for you, and I think he's in for a pile of minutes pretty regard, pretty much regardless, and that's Luke Richard Mba Mute, uh, another guy who's probably pretty old. But, dude, I think he had – I might be wrong about this one, but I'm pretty sure he had the greatest plus-minus in the history of an NBA basketball game the other day. Somebody can QC me on this one, but I thought I saw that that – you know, since they've been keeping this stat, and I don't know how long that's been, uh, maybe 10 years or so. It, you know, it's always been kind of a hockey stat, but at some point in time, the NBA is like, well, why don't we do plus minus? Uh, and he had like, I want to say it was like a plus 40 on the plus minus. I think it was the greatest in the history of the NBA. Uh, he's 4K on FanDuel. He's uh, 3,600 on DraftKings. He's 6,800 on Fantasy Draft. I think he's going to play a lot of garbage time here in this game. And he's not going to get you a ton of minutes, but he can get you 25. He can get you 20 fantasy points. Get you 25 fantasy points. Yeah, I think he can. So I don't think he's the worst play, mainly on your LeBron and Harden teams that you're throwing out there. If you're wanting to do, uh, you know, if you're just going to play one of those guys, you probably don't need to go there. But if you need 4K crappers, you know, there's a 4K crapper uh, potentially there for you. Uh, Jay Crowder, um, is a guy who's really cheap, but he just is not fit. You know, 4,100 on FanDuel, 39 on DraftKings. I thought he would be more of like a 30 fantasy point guy. I thought he could be, um, but he's not really fit, found his role particularly well on this team offensively. And uh, I think we probably just got to pass on him for the time being. Uh, let's see. Ben Simmons, again, is he going to play versus Cleveland? I think the answer is probably yes. And if he does... You know how much I love Ben Simmons so much I'm willing to cuss on this podcast for him. Uh, four games in a row, over 50 fantasy points. Guy just gets it done, man. Does everything. And uh, I don't see that changing versus one of the worst defensive teams in basketball here in the Cleveland Cavaliers. So uh, I think he'll play today. I think it was just kind of a maintenance, you know, elbow issue, but he should be fine. Noel Vonley's in the rotation for Portland. Um, dude's played 31 in 24 minutes the last two games. He's played. He's had over 10 rebounds in three of the last four. I'm still not playing Noah Vonley. I don't think he's any good. Uh, I'm going to pass on this situation for him. Might go to Zebo here at 55, especially if we get no Draymond Green. I feel like 
they've really started to look at him and be like, okay, we literally have nobody else on this team who can score the basketball. Like, they look around and be like, it's funny to watch Sacramento play because they don't have anybody who, like, is confident enough to just be a scorer. George Hill is not that guy. Darren Fox hopefully becomes that guy. He's not that guy right now. And then they got one of the Bogdanoviches. They've got Garrett Temple. They've got Scal. They've got Cauley Stein. They got all these guys who are just like all the same type player. Like, okay on defense. You know, um, just not anybody who's like refined remotely on, on offense. It's hard to say that Randolph really is, but he knows how to score. And 14 and 16 shots in the last two games against the Clippers and the Lakers. Uh, 32 and 47 fantasy points in those ones. And uh, I, I'm fine with him here today in this game versus Golden State, kind of in that middle range. He's going to get his shots off. He has to by default. Uh, Marcus Aldridge versus Dallas. Eh, I mean, it's fine. I mean, he's he's the Marcus Aldridge. You don't get excited to roster him, but he'll probably give you 35 fantasy points at the end of the day. Safe option, but I don't feel like there's upside in that play today. Porzingis, uh, 9,100 against Portland. Man, I can't ever get him right. I don't play him, he gives me 30. Or I play him, he gives me 30, and I don't play him, he goes for 50. But it's been a while since he's hit that 50 fantasy point mark. Um, could be a spot here versus this Portland team that's uh, played a bunch of road games. So I think this is the last one they have. Uh, don't hate Porzingis today if you can make him fit. Definitely worthy of a GPP consideration. And... Um, I think that's uh, Blake Griffin versus the Lakers, another guy, super safe. Uh, I like him better than um, uh, probably LaMarcus here today, if I'm going to go one of those guys. 25 shots from last game, that's impressive. We'll see if he can get that many up here today, but price is really prohibited on FanDuel at 97. A little bit easier to swallow on DraftKings at 9K. 15-3 on Fantasy Draft feels pretty fair for... Um, Mr. Blake Griffin. All right, the center spot. FanDuel, we can only get one. Fantasy draft, you get like five. So here we go. You've got Embiid today versus Cleveland. Feels like a game Embiid is going to want to get up for. And uh, price is obviously up there. When you have like a 100 fantasy point day, your price is going to get up there. But it's actually come down a little bit. Got up to 11K at one point, down back to 9.7. Last time he was at 9.7, he had that 93 burger against the Lakers. I don't think he's obviously going to go that high. Can he get you 50 tonight? I don't think it's an impossibility versus this Cleveland team. He's going to come ready to play today. 10-4 on DraftKings, really priced up there. 18-8 on Fantasy Draft. Seems about right. So uh, if you can make him work, that's fine. He and LeBron might be a little bit better option for you than he and Harden. You get a little bit of that correlation in that game if it kind of shoots out. And, uh, and yes, you know, you save yourself actually like, what, 1200 bucks or so uh, off of uh, James Harden to go to Embiid. Not bad. Uh, but I do like Capella today against Brooklyn. Looks like Nene is going to sit in this one. I think Capella is going to get all the minutes he can handle until they blow him out, and then he'll probably be on the bench. But uh, a fast-paced team is going to be meaning more shots get up and uh, more shots that miss. More rebounds for him, and he's been super steady. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the last eight. He's gone for double-digit rebounds and has had double-doubles in six of those eight games. So really safe, 7,300 on FanDuel, uh, 7K DraftKings, 13-2 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, I think I'd prefer Capella over Nurkic if I'm going to choose either of these two guys. Uh, the injury to keep our eye on is Ennis Cantor. He said that he wants to play today. 
said, uh, I'm going to, I, I want to play today. I might not be 100%, but I want to play today. I hope they let me play today. Something along those lines. Don't quote me on that being Ennis Cantor's quote. But something along those lines, and that makes me worry a little bit because it doesn't sound like he's going to play a full amount of minutes. But if he sits, we saw Kyle O'Quinn give us a 50-burger, of course, the day after I played him. Didn't play him, you know, didn't play uh, DFS that night. Goes for a 50-burger. Play him the night before. Stunk it up. But he's 4,800 on FanDuel. Like, you're playing him. Uh, No question about it on FanDuel if he is the starting center tonight. So keep your eye on that situation. Price him up a little bit on DraftKings, or sorry, down on DraftKings at 4K and 7,500 on Fantasy Draft. So that situation could give us a uh, an auto play there today. Uh, Booch against Indy, I'm okay with that one, and I'm fine with Miles Turner against Orlando. You know, Turner, I don't know what's happened to his game here a little bit, just not scoring the basketball at the clip that we thought he was going to, you know, especially at the beginning of the year. I guess last game he gave you 19, um, but dude is been over 30 fantasy points once in the last five games that's concerning to me Uh, I expected a little bit more from him you know he got off to a gangbuster start there but has slowed down a little bit this might be a spot though against Orlando for him to get right Uh, played like complete donkey dong the last time that uh, they took on Orlando just scored you 19 fantasy points so he's a low-owned guy that not a lot of people are going to play but I still feel like there is some upside there Andre Drummond drawing a tough matchup here versus Boston, but we finally get Andre Drummond under 9K. It seems like it's been a while. He's been just jacked up over the prices, uh, pricing lately, but I think like this is the number he should be at, like 8,900. Probably going to get you a double-double here, but tougher matchup against Boston. Uh, I've not faced Boston yet this season, but this lowish total, we know that he loves to foul people. And dude needs to not turn the ball over. My goodness. If I didn't know better, I think like he's pretending to be a point guard out there. Six, 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 five, four, three, six. That's his turnover numbers here this season. Come on, Andre. He'd be better than that. Um let's see. Anybody else at center? I'm not playing Brooke Lopez at all. DeAndre Jordan, I don't think I can go there. A uh, big price difference, though, on uh, DraftKings to FanDuel. He might be able to talk me into the $6,700 number on DK. He has gone for double-digit rebounds now in back-to-back games. I mean, he's got that monster rebounding upside. Uh, 48 the first time they played this season. You could talk me into him on DraftKings and probably Fantasy Draft. I don't think I'm spending my one center spot on him at 7800 on FanDuel. So, there. Uh, and I think that covers it. Um, that's the rundown of what we got going tonight. Hopefully this helps you kind of get the basis of your lineups going. Appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Even the rant that I went on. I'm sorry. Not so I'm not apologizing for that. It's my show. If you don't like it, you can turn it off. There you go. Uh, but hopefully the DFS analysis helped you out a little bit today as well. And, uh, Hey, we've got grinders live back going once again, normal hours for you here on our G Um, Be sure to check out all of our great premium content. If you're not a premium subscriber, remember, seven-day free trial. Not a reason not to try it. And make sure you do it now because the way our free trial works is you don't just get NBA. You get NFL for the week. You get NHL for the week. On PGA, we don't have anything until the first of the year. But when that returns, we'll have that. So uh, lots of great stuff for you happening on Roto-Grinders this week. So check it out as well. Um, Seven-day free trial. But I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow. Stan Bach with the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix. See you, everybody.
Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt Max Brushless Power Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.